All this week, the phase of the moon grows larger and brighter as it moves from first quarter toward full. We call this period the waxing gibbous moon as the oval shape becomes wider and more round. As the moon drifts further east among the stars each night, it will pass just below and left of the planet Saturn on October 5th, and then below and left of Jupiter on October 8th. Even though the nights are cooling down, throw on that coat and grab your binoculars for a look at the moon. This is a good time to see the dark round planes called Maria and bright splashes of lighter material called rays. If you can hold your binoculars steady or put them on a tripod, you should notice a curving mountain range in the north-central region of the moon. These are the rugged lunar Apennines, formed when a huge asteroid carved out the Imbrium Basin 3.9 billion years ago. As more of the moon is lit up, you can see this immense basin as a dark circular depression just left of the Apennines in the northwestern part of the moon. Follow the curving Apennine mountains down and left, and they seem to point you to a large crater with bright rays radiating out of it. This is the famously well-known crater Copernicus, a massive impact crater almost 60 miles across. Those rays helped to date the crater at just 800 million years old. The moon reaches full on October 9th, commonly referred to as the Hunter's Moon by many peoples of the Northern Hemisphere. To the Native Americans, the October full moon might be known as the Drying Rice Moon, Falling Leaves Moon, or Freezing Moon. With the Delta College Planetarium in Bay City, I'm Mike Murray.